the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Don't be afraid of COVID. That's what President Trump is tweeting. Same day that the White House outbreak spread further and another several hundred Americans died. Um, That seems to be the headline news that we're dealing with on a regular basis. So far, 210,000 Americans have died. Some estimates are saying closer to 275,000 Americans have died from COVID because we've had an excess of deaths in the United States this year. Okay. Grim news, right? And yet Wall Street continues to work. It is a cockroach. They say that cockroaches can survive a nuclear winter. And uh, the stock market's a cockroach. It's it's surviving everything, right? Uh, Only cancer and heart disease are going to kill more Americans this year than COVID. Let me drop that on you for just a second. that's, That's where it shows you the seriousness of this. And it also reminds me to go see the doctor soon because I'm starting to get to that age where you don't want one year of cancer growing inside of any part of your body. You want to catch it before it gets growing. Um, as many, uh, Let's see. Uh, the virus has killed more than twice as many uh, Americans as either strokes or Alzheimer's disease, about four times as many as diabetes, and more than eight times as many as either gun violence or vehicle accidents. Okay. So I think we've established that, right? Is that fair for me to say? Let's move on. Today is a day on Wall Street where we're kind of trying to figure out a direction. We've had four down weeks. We've had one up week, giving you kind of like the midterm feel here. Um, Today, I've seen the NASDAQ go negative, positive, negative. In the end, it hasn't really gone too far. I've seen the Dow go a little bit higher. The S&P 500, negative, positive, negative, positive. Not really going anywhere. Russell 2000, up 1%. That's a nice move. But again, I'm also seeing the 10-year treasury. I'm seeing oil go higher. That's a, a thought of eco- economies, economies working. Gold and silver going lower. That's a, a play on the idea that maybe we're not looking for precious metals, but we're looking for things that we invest off the dollar. 10-year treasury sits at 78 basis points. It's made a move. It is making a move. It's saying good things are coming. And what are good things, ladies and gentlemen? I know you're saying, um, waking up in the arms of a loved one? No. Good things are coming. Stimulus package. Either before or after the election, it looks like there's enough of a concept. Hey, you want to spend $1.5 billion? We want to spend $2 billion, $2 trillion. Like, What's the number? And we'll get, we're going to get there either before or after the election. We've started to feel okay with a Democrat in pres, in, as president. 
um, and as Republican. Wall Street can deal with either. Republicans probably means lower taxes, less regulation. Whereas the Democrats probably mean a bigger transportation bill. Infrastructure. Both very good things. Lots of money spent. Woo, woo, woo. There's a memo going around right now that the Democrats are poised to propose. Poised to propose. Say that three times fast. Sweeping competition reforms against tech giants like Apple, Alphabet, Amazon, Facebook. I, that seems like it's going to happen. Those guys seem to be in front of Congress a little bit too often. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell is due to address the economics conference today while data on job openings and trade balance are due. Trade balance was a little uh, biggest ever. Again, like we're moving in the wrong direction. But we consume the world's goods in good economies and bad. The Grinch couldn't steal Christmas, but COVID certainly is trying. We're looking at foot traffic in malls this year, down 25% year over year. But that should be good because uh, economic spending is going to be up probably 1% to 1.5% on Christmas. Don't forget we had a recession this year. Uh, or we definitely have a recessionary-type vibe, to be fair. We got stimulus checks this year, and we're expecting to spend them, right? So who's going to be the big winner? UPS and FedEx, I think, will deliver all the Christmas cheer. And I think both those stocks have upside based on the way COVID's playing out on our shopping patterns. Um, I've done this story and I've hit it pretty hard, but I want to hit it one more time. Video game sales are expected to rise 19% this year to 45.6 billion. The film industry in its best year ever was 11.9 billion. Um, that tells you, take video games seriously. If you bought Activision Electronic Arts and Take-Two back in 2001, when the Microsoft launched the first Xbox, which was predicted to be a flop and a failure, and yet it was rock and roll. But if you bought back then, just those three stocks, you would have been up 1,700% versus the S&P 500 up 330%. Market beaters. I, I want to make a joke about beaters, but I, I don't think I should. I think I should hold my tongue. Uh, but I'm thinking it. Let's hope I don't say it out loud. Uh, things have changed in the world, right? We used to be able to make jokes about white T-shirts and call them something terribly horrible in this day and age. Beyond Meat's a big winner today. They're hitting a 52-week high in a momentum trade. That is, um, I, that, that train hasn't left completely. It's expensive as all heck, but... Um, I tried Beyond Meat once last year, and I'd do it again for all like spaghetti sauces, any sort of red sauce, uh, any sort of cheap cream cheese sauce. You can't tell the difference from ground beef. Maybe a little saltier. I know, I know. Shut up! Don't tell me what I can and can't taste. Um, Nvidia at its price target moved up to six hundred fifty dollars from five hundred sixty dollars. What was interesting about NVIDIA is they've announced a new technology platform, artificial intelligence for video conferencing. They make processing units, semiconductors, that get stronger and stronger every year, probably every cycle, 10 to 20%. The computational power in the last 30 years is the craziest things that's ever happened on the history of man. 
our brains aren't faster, at least not that much faster. Can we keep up with the processing power of a computer? Well, of a computer chip. And that's where, what NVIDIA did as well. They got people like me spewing their uh, message. Price target raised. Uh, mega caps are dragging on the index performance today. Cyclical stocks and small caps are outperforming for a third straight session. Energy, materials, and financials all doing well. Crude oil is moving a little bit higher, back above $40 a barrel. Last week when it went below 40, it was telling you, this economic expansion is losing a little bit. Come on, we need that stimulus. We need the stimulus. Land that plane. Uh, it was stressful. This week we're seeing the 10-year treasury and oil's above 40 and the 10-year treasury's uh, creeping higher. It's telling you that the world is looking to the president. The world is looking to the treasury secretary and Nancy Pelosi to get some sort of stimulus going. Um, and it looks like that's going to happen before or after the election because they're in talks or they're not hating each other. And they're a couple hundred billion off. <laughs> but they're getting there. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, invested, and more. Find me at newfocusfinancial.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. 2019 was a fine year. 2020, not so much. But 2019 wasn't a good year for every company. Boeing slashed its 10-year forecast today for new aircraft demand by 11% from a year ago. So in one calendar year, they've really cut a 10-year forecast pretty dramatically. Boeing obviously has had a problem. They made an airplane that kind of was smarter and faster and cheaper than the one before it, except for it had a problem where it crashed. So 2018, 2019 weren't the greatest years for Boeing. 2020 is turning out to make it even worse. The manufacturer expects more than half of aircraft deliveries will be fleet replacement, not growth. Boeing says air cargo is a bright spot while passenger travel is falling. It's a transport company. They can give us a lot of information. By cutting their expectations for new commercial aircraft demand over the next decade, this is what they're saying is, and they're citing example estimates, it's going to be years-long slump in travel demand because of the coronavirus pandemic. That's not great news for the economy, ladies and gentlemen. That's not great news for uh, the world. I want the world to have some economic growth. Um, not too fast, not too slow. If people have jobs and they have economic growth, they tend not to want to kill Americans. I know. Prosperity brings peace. In theory. Big statement. Don't digest it. Don't hold on to it too long. Don't write a letter to the editor. Nothing like that. It's just my statement. Through 2039, Boeing's forecasting 43,110 new aircraft. Okay. Um, that's tough to put your head around. They think 
that the world's airlines will need 18,350 planes worth 2.9 trillion over the next 10 years. An 11% drop from its forecast one year ago. And again, telling you that they're not seeing strong growth in travel around the world. Global travel demand won't recover to pre-pandemic levels until 2024. Industry has faced challenges before. Uh, 9-11 was thought to be like an airline killer. As far as the long-term ramifications, people never fly again, and then people flew again. But what a grueling day that was. A couple months after that, international long-haul travel is expected to take longer to recover than shorter domestic routes. It's so interesting. You know, I've already told you that, you know, air on a plane is a lot safer of a building to be in than, say, your local restaurant or an apartment building that hasn't had its HVAC system updated in years. Um, but yet at the same time, I'm starting to think, okay, Thanksgiving's creeping up. Why don't I surprise the family and book a Mexican vacation or a trip to Hawaii? And I I see some airlines now doing two weeks before COVID testing means you don't have to quarantine when you get there, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm still not ready. So I get Boeing slashing the forecast. It stinks because I'm earning money in, in, in this point of my life that is pretty good. And I'd probably be traveling a little bit more, you know? Ain't that how it works? Sonos stock is dropping on a report that Apple's purging third-party audio products from its stores. Apple is working on a high-end set of over-the-ear headphones that will carry its own brand instead of the Beats brand. Uh, that's kind of interesting. Why did you buy Beats if you're going to throw your own logo on it? Because Beats were kind of cool. But Apple stores had carried headphones and speakers from third-party manufacturers going back years, especially if they would integrate with services like AirPlay. Apple manufactures a variety of audio products already, but they do it under the Beats brand, as well as their AirPods brand, as well as their HomePod smart speaker. Apple's working on a high-end set of over-ear headphones. That will be an Apple brand. Okay. It's a little confusing. Like you're going to confuse consumers. Are Beats Apples or or Apples Apples? It's an apples to apples comparison. Um, Brands affected by Apple going more into more headsets. Logitech. Bose. Sonos. So Logitech sells cases, webcams, keyboards. They'll still be available at Apple, but um, music products gonna go, gotta go, gotta go. Um, when you're that big, when you're the gorilla, the ecosystem underneath you will, you know, gladly help clean you and uh, bring nuts and berries to you, and hopefully you'll have some fall out of your mouth, and they'll get those. It's good when it's good, but when Apple turns its light off, if you're not still in their store. You lose out. There's no doubt about that. Costco stock getting a lot of love from an analyst today. Analyst Karen Short boosted her rating on Costco to overweight from equal weight, $400 price target. I'm not disagreeing with it. I talked a little bit earlier that 
it's not my kind of company to invest in. There's so many other choices in retail that I could find first. I like Costco. Um, they've got a subscription model. Wall Street loves subscription models. She thinks Costco is going to up their membership fees, just like Disney, up the theme parks, right? Every single year. Um, and Wall Street loves that. It's very, very visible. You can find me online at robblackshoe.com, robblackshoe.com. There was a sci-fi epic coming out called Dune from Warner Brothers. Um, it's been pushed back to October 2021. Look at the calendar right now. We're in October 2020. Uh, that means the new Batman movies can be pushed back as well. Will we ever get to movie theaters again? I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and your money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money. Thanks for listening to the show. It is appreciated. Um, I'm going to be doing a couple more things. Probably January 2021 in media. Or maybe I won't. <laughs> Suddenly I, I feel like I've overcommitted to that. Uh, yes. One of the areas that, again, there's the haves and the have-nots at Wall Street, right? A lot of retailers came through COVID shining brightly, and a lot came through it with a little less luster. Retailers that did not have robust digital programs in place have suffered. But others found glimmers of hope, home goods. A number of stores like Bed Bath & Beyond and Macy's reported significant growth in their home goods sector. The ones that had solid e-commerce footprints, such as Williams-Sonoma, saw even better results. I like Williams-Sonoma. That's, I could, you can make a case for the adding that to your portfolio because the quality of their stores and the quality of their product. Maybe you'd call them the Apple of home retailer. But then again, I'm like, oh, let me think about that one. We're always going to want beer steins and things like that in our home. And where do you go for beer steins? Well, you don't go to Amazon. You go to Williams-Sonoma. Even though you could probably find great ones on Amazon, you just don't think of that. Um, I know you're saying signs. Are you talking about fancy glass? Yes. Um, so who knows how long the pandemic glow is going to linger for companies like Williams-Sonoma? People were stuck at home trying to make their internal surroundings look and feel better. So we spend a lot of money on that. The future remains quite unclear. There's so many home improvement projects to undertake. Um, I don't know. I, like I've, I've put off, I've redone my kids' rooms so that like they're spending more time in there because of schooling. And so I've done that. I'm like, okay, I got to get back outside. I got to like get the gutters, get we're all, everything going for the, the rainy season. But some retailers have thrived and some retailers have struggled. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Yesterday, we learned that the movie theater world is on hold. 
again, that'll be a sign that we're getting back to where we want to be when we see video games, not video games, but movie theaters open. And I I think they showed us what the problem's going to be, that they're going to have to raise ticket prices to stay in business when this all comes back because people are going to want better services, more cleaning, more distance between people. That annoying baby at a movie theater is going to be not tolerated. <laughs> so you're going to have to pay more money. Um, say, get in there, shall we say. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Boeing's coming out and slashing their forecast for new aircraft demand. That's a bummer. That's telling me they see 10 years of slower international air travel. It's not going away completely. But that's not great um boris johnson says offshore wind will power every home in his country by the year 2030 interesting boris johnson acknowledges the role floating offshore wind could play going forward speaking at the conservative party annual conference which was delivered virtually johnson stressed the importance of renewable energy sources And he said, we believe in 10 years offshore wind will be powering every home in the country with our target rising from 30 gigawatts to 40 gigawatts. He did something that was cute. Boris Johnson, he's kind of like the Donald Trump of England. They both had COVID. Interesting, right? Um, Johnson said he, he remembered how people used to sneer at wind power 20 years ago. And it was a reference at himself. Isn't that funny? 20 years ago, he had once claimed wind farms couldn't pull the skin off of a rice pudding. I don't quite understand that, but let's just go with it. So he made that in 2013, that claim. And now, six years later, he's like, we're all in. It's going to power every house on the continent. Uh, I guess the UK is not a continent. It's going to house, it's going to electrify every home of every Londoner. Well, it's a little bit bigger than that, a little bit smaller than the continent. He said, as Saudi Arabia is to oil, the UK will be to wind, a place of almost limitless resource. Okay. And, you know, wind doesn't kick out the carbon. and We like that. Um, right now, UK's operational offshore wind capacity stands at about 10.4 gigabytes. So they want to get to about 40. So interesting, right? That's a whole new area to invest maybe but there's not a lot of good wind turbine investments that's the killer there i wish i could like go and the smart investment is doesn't quite work like that fed chairman jerome powell said today that aggressive policy help for the economy needs to continue he says the risks of overdoing it seem small taking the foot off the gas and could now thwart an economic recovery. So he's done his job. There's monetary policy and there's fiscal policy. He wants the government to spend more money. Um, I'm kind of a moderate, probably in my thoughts on government spending. I, I don't want it out of control, but I get the role. But in this current case, I'm kind of with Jerome Powell on this one. We've lost 22 million jobs since the pandemic hit, of which we've gotten 12 million back. That's still 10 million plus people who aren't pulling in the do re mi. That's a lot of rents that aren't being paid. 
that's a lot of home mortgages that aren't being paid. It's a lot of credit cards that aren't being serviced. That's a lot of economic stress. So Jerome Powell's telling governments, get on this. Now, again, he may be like a COVID scientist where, oh, I don't really believe in COVID scientists, or I really do believe in COVID scientists. Um, I, I tend to believe in Jerome Powell. If he says we need more fiscal stimulus, I, that's good enough for me. And I think there are some senators who will probably say, sure, why not? If it's good enough for Jerome Powell, it's good enough for me. So that's a big call to action. And that's one of the reasons Wall Street's hanging in there. Wall Street's doing quite well, in my opinion, compared to what the economy looks like to me. So today we're seeing the markets move nowhere fast. The S&P 500's down one point. One point. The Dow's up 78 points. The Nasdaq's down 45. Um, there's not a big story there. We're on hold, appreciating Powell, waiting for Mnuchin and Pelosi to get their deal put together. Boeing's cutting demand for forecasts as pandemic bites harder. Some people want you to play it on the, they'll probably get that plane recertified, 737 MAX. But they're also telling us long-term Things aren't going to be as good as they wanted it to be. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. Money, investing, and more. Um, <clears throat> FedEx and UPS are going to be big winners during the holiday season. I'd like to talk a little bit more about this. Um, they do a lot of seasonal hiring, and that'll help. So the FedEx is saying, well, even with all the seasonal help, we're going to have to raise prices during the holidays to increase capacity, to increase flexibility, uh, to keep those 70,000 new workers safe with health care charges. Um, so they're trying to protect small and medium-sized businesses for some of the peak surcharges, and they're trying to tell, let's order now, let's do this soon. So they're very much a logistics company, but they're looking at 2020 as a year of the ship-a-thon. And hopefully, as they make more money, they'll invest it wisely. <clears throat> Cold and flu season's coming up. Johnson Johnson launches the trial of the single-dose COVID vaccine. Um, they're saying the results could come quicker than expected. Um, so we should start seeing some of that data mid to late October. Again, from what I'm hearing, this should be a pretty easy vaccine. Because unlike the flu virus, the mutations that they've seen in COVID haven't been as dramatic as the seasonal flu. Again, that's about all the science I'm going to apply to that one. Because I ain't that guy. Uh, Trump says he's looking forward to a second debate with Biden after COVID diagnosis. That first one was fascinating. So it's come out that strategists believe Trump interrupted Biden so many times, twice as many as Biden interrupted him. They're saying that this is television history, and this is fascinating, that Trump was trying to get Biden to stutter, trying to get him mad, trying to get his like speech pattern off, because I guess he's a known stutter. 
And when you tend to stutter, you tend to look for words a little bit longer. And when you look for words a little bit longer, you're perceived as not very bright. If that was the strategy, oh boy, kind of love politics now. Anyhow, we're in the final stretches. We're coming down the track. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Find me at newfocusfinancial.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. Excuse me. Thanks for listening to the show. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. The next couple of months, I'm going to be putting together some forever podcasts. Things that are the basics of investing. Things that are the basics of getting to retirement. For instance, somewhere on that list is insurance. The big thing that you need to learn about insurance is don't always insure what you can't afford to lose. When I go into Best Buy and I buy a joystick, they're like, do you want the insurance on that? It's only $1.99. No, I can afford to lose a joystick. My health, not so much. My life, oh boy, that would not be a good one to lose considering that I'm the breadwinner, the big breadwinner. But as I've gotten older and we've accumulated more wealth, we've been able to look at each other and say, do we really need an extra $4 million if you die? Well, let's just pay for it just in case. It's only going to last another three or four years. I want my life insurance to stop when I'm 60. I don't need whole life. Your grandmother, your grandfather, I, I have a grandfather. Not from blood, but from uh, in-laws. Uh, he lived his whole life. He lived all the way up to 92 years old. And by the time he was 92, he had a farm that was happening to sit on top of a big oil field. That farm was an avocado farm, and he made lots of money, lots of money back in the day uh, selling avocados. But over time, he made more money turning avocado fields into an oil well. He had three kids. He had saved up a lot of money because he was thrifty. So when he passed away and his wife passed away, the kids didn't need life insurance. The kids were 75 years old when they died. They had lived their whole life, his children had. And their children's children, he had paid for the grandchildren's college. That's beautiful. So he didn't need, but he did he have a policy his whole life? Yeah. It was small and insignificant, but you don't need it your whole life. Hopefully. Had he kicked over at 60, his family would have been more than fine financially. So life insurance is there to replace your income. Health insurance there to fix your health. Auto insurance, I used to have a vet. I know you're saying, Rob Black had a Corvette? No, a Chevette. And I bought it for maybe $100. It wasn't worth insuring. If I hit someone else, I was just like, well, cover their cost. I'll insure that. But if someone hits me, no way. Or if I, let's say, run into a pole kind of thing, I wasn't going to get it. <clears throat> you know, I had a, you know, no, I wasn't going to use it kind of thing. You, you do it within the law, of course. I'm not telling you not to underinsure or anything like that. But uh, that's out there. 
Kanye West is in the news. He's revealing his sprawling finances as part of his Don Quixote-like 2020 presidential campaign. He's worth hundreds of millions of dollars, according to certified government documents. He launched a presidential campaign that appears to be coinciding with him falling off his medication. He's listed three corporate entities he, he claims as assets that are worth more than $50 million each. He's also having up to $100 million in debt. Wow. Mostly from mortgages. But he did not disclose financial information about his wife. He did disclose financial information um, about his wife, citing obscure provisions in federal law. West is running as an independent White House candidate but failed to make the ballot in the majority of U.S. states and the districts of Columbia. There are some ballots that have his name on it, um, which I find entertaining. And I do believe a Kardashian or a West is going to be running in 2024. Um, they say the Kardashians, keep it up with the Kardashians, they're going to do one last season. And what's that telling you is they're losing their media influence in cable or cable's losing its media influence. It'll be time to go elsewhere in order to uh, dig money. So will it be TikTok? Sure. Will it be other social platforms? Probably. But um, Kanye West for president. I almost, and I'm not kidding you when I say this, this presidential thing is too too contentious. Republicans hate Democrats, Democrats hate Republicans, Libertarians hate everyone, everyone hates Libertarians. It's just too contentious. I wouldn't dare put a Trump sign or Biden sign in my yard or on my car because I'm afraid it's going to get destroyed, right? Um, but if you gave me a Kanye West for president yard sign, I might put it in my yard. Showing you that you got to have a sense of humor. <clears throat> but I do believe at some point in time he will run for president. I could be wrong. That disclosing of tax information could be kind of tricky for people who are wealthy. Um, <clears throat> 800 1220 to get your calls on the air. If you have a 401k at work, you should absolutely positively 100% be using it. It's going to supplement your retirement income, especially if the company you're working for gives any sort of matching. Most of them, I think, do. Um, to be fair, you should check. But it, it's free money. I'm all about that. I put in 15% of my salary and as much more as I can. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Fed Chairman Jerome Powell is calling for more help from Congress, says there's a low risk of overdoing it. That's comforting. Um, another round of stimulus checks looks like they're kind of happened before the election or after the election. So we see the stimulus coming. That should help. That should get us through another three to six months. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing and more.